Welcome to The Great Unlearn. Join me, your host, Cal, as we dive deep into understanding and unlearning the programming within us. Let's uncover your inner truth for a life with newfound purpose and freedom. Get ready to question it all in The Great Unlearn. The body communicates through light. That's how the cells talk to each other. So when you could fire up those nerve junctions, you're getting to the deepest level. You're talking to the central nervous system. That controls everything. The nerves fire the muscles. It's GRT lights. And those are the Gonzales reset technique lights. Combination of red, LED, and infrared. Multiple different pulsing diodes that you could set it on. It's just awesome. When you can fire those nerves to fire the muscles faster, you're going to be quantifiably about 20% stronger instantly. And then pain goes away because there's no diversion of energy. These devices, are they for use really for only practitioners or can someone like me grab them and learn how to use them? Oh, anyone should grab them and use them. I do specific targeted nerve work to fire certain nerve patterns that so the c6 fires a bicep so we'd fire that one up so i'm doing all the specific nerve pathways especially all the cranial nerves when we're working on a concussion but anyone could benefit by it my son has had post-concussive symptoms doing a lot of work around that the hyperbaric chamber float tank red light therapy those are all great yet this stuff seems to advance it on a much shorter timeline you got to reset those nerves once you start to do that then cranial sacral and all these other hyperbaric ozone cvac whatever you can throw at it acupuncture chiropractic it's all gonna start to work so much more efficiently Well, guess what? It's coming. So my wife's brand's Campo Beauty. Yes. Campobeauty.com. Essential oils. No shit. Yeah. You are going to freak. She's done ethos. She's done like literally every ethos. The blends. Purest blends you'll ever find. From energy, focus, relax, love, immune, detox, crown for halo. I put them on when I treat concussions. Headache goes right away. Wow. But it replaces perfumes. They're insane. And I know Lindsay's big on essential oils. My wife is got, she's been steeped in them for a long time. So I'm really excited for her to try these. Oh, you'll love it. Literally, it'll be your latest obsession. And her partner, Jill, is in, is in Houston. Oh, really? So you're in the backyard. Yeah. How did yeah. they get connected? Long, they grew up uh, college friends, besties. Yeah. So super fun. It's fun when you have just two skills that complement each other and they bring them together. My wife's this creative genius, like uh, unbelievable. She created the twist band, that no dent hair tie. Uh, that uh, Are you familiar with that lens? The twist band doesn't damage or leave a dent in the hair. It was the uh, no dent hair tie. It had a little knot on the end of it. So that was years ago and, and built and sold. It, was, it, it took over the scrunchie and we printed on it. And so we started branding, corporate branding, printing on it. And uh, Hurley picked it up for their foundation and Waves for Water. Like all these, all these different big companies started you know, printing on it because we got it for the Live Strong brand. Oh, yeah. Started printing on it. And so we're like, we could print on this thing. So we printed on it and it just it took off. So it's like, it's still the, the company that bought it kind of just dissolved it. And then a lot of knockoffs came in. So we sold at the right time. But it was, yeah. That no dent hair tie that the women loved and 
she could get up at night and take care of the daughter and yeah. no worries, no headaches, no dent in the morning. Yeah. Cool. Look at you guys. Well, we're here to talk about a lot of things today. But Justin Franson here. Uh, first and foremost, we have your book. When did the book come out? Uh, I released a couple years ago. So it's, it's pretty fresh. Yeah. yeah. It's called the Athleticism. Whole body plus whole, my, uh, whole brain equals performance. Now, you also have uh, the website, athleticism.com, which you sell some products, your wife's products as well, and there's some other, uh, w- which we'll get into some EMF stuff as oh, yeah. well. And before we kind of dig into that, I did want to read a, a little bit from your book. I see you're trying, what's he reading from? What page? Page 89. Page 89. My beautiful and genius wife touts me as being one of the biggest trendsetters in the health industry. She hypes me as the earliest in the gluten-free movement, as well as one of the first to use BOSU balls, kettlebells, ozone therapy, IV drips, foot baths, cup stacking, light therapy, frequency healing with our grounding bags, having EMF awareness, Qigong, stretching therapy, sound therapy, and now doing nerve work. For sports performance. That's quite a, a list of, uh, I don't know, not necessarily accolades, but uh, dipping your toe in more than your toe into many different areas. And so we'll try to cover some of that today. Uh, but I think it's important, you know, just to give people a framework of, you know, all these areas that you're really well versed in. Like, what's your origin story? How did that come to be? Because you don't just, um, I don't believe that these things happen by chance. There are things that have pushed you, inspired you, challenged you to go in. And I know in your case, you've healed yourself and had some great mentors along the way that really resonated with you and you followed along with them and learned and then have continued to expand your areas of expertise. And so I'd love to just dip into like, you know, how, how did a lot of this come to be? Thank you. Yes. Thank you for sharing that. That's a powerful line right there. And I'm super proud of it. And, and I started as an athlete growing up in Southern California, Los Angeles, and tennis was my main sport. I wanted to play at SC and thought I could walk on the team and I got hurt. And so both my wrists gave out and it became my lifelong mission to help other people achieve the goals that they felt they could have played out. I should have played D1. I should have, I could have played at the next level. I felt that's the, the tutelage I had growing up, the access to tennis and coaching. And I just didn't even get there. So that was my main thing. My dad had some health challenges, so wanted to figure out how to help him. And my path was basically woven when I read an article in a paper about this guy named Dean Brittenham creating athletes, making athletes, better athletes. And I'm like, that's it. That's what I want to do. Stop doing my commercial real estate job and went all in at a Scripps clinic in La Jolla. We were working with Padres and Chargers and just the, some of the top athletes, top professional beach volleyball players like Liz Masakayan back in at that time. And one of the winningest female athletes of all time. and those were the people that we were rolling with and we were doing out of the box training. 
which was so fun. And that's what really drew me to it. Let's go back to the uh, wrist injury or the, the failed wrists. And cause you, I mean, you've got incredible hands they are big and meaty and you, you, know, you have such grip strength. So what was, what were you told the issue was with the wrists? And I know I read in the book that you just had weak wrists and it's like, well, that's gotta be more to it. Yeah. I actually felt that when I was younger, I picked up some heavy dumbbells too early. So I didn't have proper progression when I was training and my wrists got out of alignment and literally, and then I kept playing four hours a day. And when you're banging four hours a day, hitting the ball as hard as I could, you know, to Agassi mentality, forehands, backhand side, a two-handed backhand, both wrists were ended up having cartilage and ligament and tendon damage. We're all the way up the whole wrist. I just really couldn't use them. And I just had beaten them up. I didn't have the awareness back then to listen to my body. I, the chiropractic world wasn't in my realm at that time. I'm so bummed that it wasn't because they're such my tribe. and simple chiropractic adjustments could have reset those wrists and, and I would have ended up continuing to play for a lot longer. Damn. And so what did, what would a reset of the wrist look like? I know you've done, you do a ton of that work now, but how, how simple is it? Well, there's so many metacarpals in that wrist that you can just open it up and create some space in there and let it reset. And there's simple ways to adjust it that these guys, the chiros know how to do. And then there's some nerve work to soften those, the nerves that have been damaged. So I was just missing out on that whole game right out of the boat. And I'm just sitting there going, man, I was an athlete. I could play. But then the wrist took me out of a sport. So I had to pivot and then got into basketball. Yeah, you did. <laughs> well, listen, so uh, we did a little bit of work before we got on here today and uh i'd love to talk about the the light de devices that you have and kind of what you you know the testing we did with my apple watch and then some of the uh i guess solutions that came after that in the changes yeah there's there's so much to understanding the body and the awareness and and it's, it's fun testing. It's fun testing it. And our bodies are electric. And the Apple Watch, you just went weak on. Uh, we'd reset some nerves for you just to create some space in there. And, and the nerves fire the muscles. And the way I use it, I, use, I can use some manual techniques, but I use GRT lights. And those are the Gonzales reset technique lights, GRT lights. And they're a combination of red, LED, and infrared, multiple different pulsing diodes that you could set it on. It's just awesome. So I love those lights. The body communicates through light and that's how the cells talk to each other. So when you could fire up those nerve junctions and say, Hey, talk to the muscles, these myotomes that fire the muscles, you're getting to the deepest level. You're talking to the central nervous system that controls everything. So we just go there. And when you can fire those nerves to fire the muscles faster, you're going to be quantifiably about 20% stronger instantly. And then pain goes away because there's no diversion of energy. Mm. So that's what we're doing. Dr. Gonzalez founded Quantum Neurology, which is one of the most unbelievable 
nerve reset programs out there dealing with more severe nerve challenges. We both learned from Dr. Toby Watkinson out of San Diego how to fire nerves. And then Dr. Gonzalez brought the lights into play. And that was a game changer for me. Damn. Are these uh, devices, are they for use really for only practitioners or can someone like me grab them and learn how to use them? Oh, anyone should grab them and use them. And everyone's flooding their body with all this light. You don't want your thyroid to have too much light. You know, you gotta, you gotta, you don't want them shining in your eyes. There's ways to use these technologies to make them really specific. I do specific targeted nerve work to fire certain nerve patterns that, so the C6 fires a bicep. So we'd fire that one up. So I'm doing all the specific nerve pathways, especially all the cranial nerves when, when we're working on a concussion, but anyone could benefit by it. Hold it over your liver, flush it over your lymph ducts, like start flashing that on you. And you're going to see some incredible, incredible movement. And I can feel it. We were talking, I can feel it when someone moves energy, you can feel it. You'll burp or yawn or cough or, or people will just shake. They'll shake it off. There's so many different ways you can feel when you start diving into the energy world of working with people, you can feel that release. So let's start to get in tune with your body and get grounded and start to feel that energy, know how you feel. And when you start to release stuff, you'll feel it. Okay. Now with regards to the con concussion stuff, um, you know, my son has had some uh, post-concussive symptoms and has been doing a lot of work around that. We have some of the therapies like the hyperbaric chamber, float tank, red light therapy. Those are all great, yet this stuff seems to hit at it much quicker and advance it, you know, on a much shorter timeline. Is that correct? Correct. Cal, if your body doesn't know what's level and center, how is anything else going to work? And so that's the number one thing you got to figure out is you got to understand what's level and center. Your body does, because it's got to know where it is in space, like longitude, latitude lines, fundamental. Once you start to do that, then cranial sacral and all these other hyperbaric, ozone, CVAC, whatever you can throw at it, acupuncture, chiropractic, it's all going to start to work so much more efficiently. But you got to reset those nerves. So they know where their endpoints are. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's amazing because you just throw all this energy into these different protocols and you start to see a, a little bit of movement here and there, but it does make a lot of sense that if you can just get your place in space, then those protocols really, they have like this compounding effect. It is. And it's, it's this coherence. I mean, our bodies have this natural coherence and they communicate through life. And it's this coherence. This will be the theme of our talk today is understanding how we're one with the universe. And there's this just living collective intelligence matrix that we're all interconnected. And then we have our own micro organisms where our ecosystems where we're got to be centered. And if you're not, you're going to start to see symptoms or they're not just going to heal very efficiently. Okay. So with regards to, uh, again, back to your, your, your history, um, when you were younger, I think in your teens, maybe you had a bout with mono that coupled with EMF, 
now you have the the activation of the Epstein Barr virus, which I I also have that. And so, what have you done? I mean, what's the percentage? Like seventy percent of people have some sort of activation of it. What what have you done to heal yours or to keep yours in check? I think the biggest thing is to get your methylation pathways open. Like Dr. Dan Pato talks about cellular detox and clearing the cells out. That's the biggest thing. You got to flush. So get your methylation pathways open and focus on the liver. Like the liver is the one filter that we miss out on. So load up on NAC, alpha lipoic acid. Those are huge, like, like literally 600 milligrams of NAC and alpha lipoic acid. Uh, I think it's 1800, like literally a lot of each. And when you can dial in a significant amount of that support for your liver, start flushing, sweating, breathing, exercising, moving, grounding, getting the stressors out of your life. Those are the pillars that are going to help people reset so these triggers don't get triggered back. But you got to get the stuff out that's causing those, those pathways to, to be disrupted. Okay, got it. And then, you know, along your journey, you found a lot of healing early on with acupuncture, which back then wasn't super common, but you intuitively knew that this was, you know, this was something that was very helpful for you. I know, you know, my family has used it, you know, over the last couple of years pretty regularly and, and have seen a lot of movement in the organs and flushing and just more communication, I guess, within the body. Definitely love acupuncture. Anyone who hasn't done it, highly recommend it. I, Dr. David Caraba, he's a Tai Chi master and my acupuncturist does uh, NAT, allergy elimination techniques, muscle testing, has all the vials. The stuff, how specific they could get with what you're dealing with, or there's fungus in your foot or whatever it is, they can erase that allergy. So your body's not allergic to the fungus in your foot. Clear it out. You put some topical stuff on it and you're good to go. That's just one simple example of how powerful acupuncture is, but it opens up these meridians in such a deep way. I love it. You know, you mentioned NET. That's something that I've actually had some experience with a, a woman, Dr. Teshna, and was just fascinated by the experience. And I'm not sure um, if there's like one system that you use, but she'll kind of tune in to, all right, what's going on right now? And, you know, she'll, she'll test what level it's at. You know, and the idea is to get it to zero and like, oh, this is, this one's big, you know, this, this is more than a thousand. And it's like, going through these different practices to lower that number. Where is it now? Okay, now it's a uh, 20 and eventually you get to release these things. And so can you explain again, I've only had a few experiences with it, but it's been super helpful. I think you've had a bit more and just for, so people have a, a better understanding of what the hell this stuff is. Yeah, definitely. So when you're working with the body, you're working with energy and you can test it through the reflexes of your body. And it's called applied kinesiology. There's so many different ways to test the body and go through applied kinesiology. And uh, NAT, NAT, the allergy elimination technique, technique, 
are one of the first early adopters of systems that doctors would follow. Uh, Dr. Darren Weissman started the lifeline technique and he would give infinite love and gratitude. This is a sign language for I love you. I was trying to figure that out because I read that in the book. I'm like, what's the sign for? I didn't look it up, but so it's this. Thumb out. Oh, thumb out. Yeah, and, you're doing Texas hook and Yeah, I know. I'm, I've been here for 10 years. So, so throw the thumb out. Uh, and so this is the I, the L, and the U, and put it together. It's I love you. Okay. And we say infinite love and gratitude is the universe is infinite. So is your healing potential. You could give it to any part of your body, and that'll open up the meridian, the channel, the circulation, the blood flow, the oxygen, just like acupuncture would. You're just doing it through intent and through the universal healing frequency of love and gratitude. And so he created a whole flow chart, which will, I want to tap into that when we get into EMF space, because he talks about one of his clearings for electromagnetic fields, either waves or particles. And you can, it's waves or particles or particles or waves. I mean, you could go ahead and clear this whole system out. It's insane. So there's incredible systems out there. Context, Contact Reflex, uh, CRA, Dr. Charlie Fagenholtz. Uh, I'm sure we're going to be connecting some of these dots yeah. for you. He's probably one of the next biggest name docs out there. Uses CRA and several other modalities. He's a quantum neurologist. But these guys are using energy work to open up pathways. And they figured out the flow chart, semantics-wise, the language of the body energetically to open it up so it's all in sync. And that's all we're doing because our bodies have these primal reflexes and it knows, they know you, we know how to talk to it. So when you're say, I don't know, we shrug our shoulders. If we get hit from behind, we arc back, open our eyes and breathe in. We hit, hit in the stomach, you, you close your eyes, exhale and breathe out. Primal reflexes. These are natural primal reflexes of the body that these doctors have honed in on how to reciprocally inhibit them. So I use the John Imes, a pain reflex release technique on both your guys' hamstrings. And so we're, we're taking that, that reflex of pain and softening it. So there's nerve connections, there's, there's, there's reset patterns, all these different systems, we mesh them together. And then, we, you know, obviously we go into the flow, the fascia work. So uh, Gary Lyonham's, you know, stuff. I mean, all these systems are talking to the nervous system and all it is, is to open up energy and circulation and blood flow. Every health challenge is a circulation challenge from the get-go. And when you can open up those connections, you're going to start to facilitate healing. And so was acupuncture the first kind of uh, protocol strategy that really started to open you up? Definitely. And how did you remind me how you ended up going to acupuncture? Was it your mother? No, my dad. So my dad had a, a staph infection in his spine and they operated on him when I was seven. They made him a quadriplegic right out of surgery because they waited too long. So I went from the healthiest dad in the world to someone that was laid up right away. So he had neurological challenges his whole life, died a couple years ago. Uh, but through his journey early on, to activate the nerves, my mom was the most aware, wise soul saying, hey, go to these homie, these natural uh, approaches that have been around more Eastern medicine approaches. And so 
he went in and did acupuncture. So I, here I am seven, age seven, I walk in and there's rooms full of people just with needles in them. I'm like, what the heck is this? Yeah. I grew up in LA, some crazy stuff, but never seen needles in it, but I could feel how soothing and how much energy was flowing. I could feel it at that age. And I knew he was onto something special and I couldn't wait to do it myself. And then when I got some injuries from, from sports, I started to get into it. And, and that's where I dove into it as well. Awesome. Yeah. So let's talk about, I'm going to pivot here, the three pillars of performance. So it's awareness, whole body development, whole brain development. Like how do those three fit together? You can't have the other two without the first. That's right. So awareness covers so many different topics. So we covered in the book, those are three sections of the book. And I really wanted to get into what health is. What are the pillars of health? And at first I thought it'd be boring. Then last, after the last couple of years, I'm going, no, like literally everyone needs to know what the pillars are health are because they're not something covering your face, 3% less oxygen, and they're not pharmaceutical drugs being injected into you. That's not health straight out of the gate. So I went into what is health, semantics, praying, grounding, clearing EMF stressors, proper hydration, exercise, nutrition, sleep, owning your power, amount of quality, quantity, frequency of each. We dove into all that in there and so much more. Yeah, dude. And the book is, it's, it's amazing. You cover so much material, but in such a way that it's just enough where the reader gets a, an idea and can dive in and play in those spaces, but not so deep where it's a 700 page book, which it, I think it probably pretty easily could have been, right? Oh man, I didn't want to Rudolf Steiner this. Yeah. I just, I got to be high level and, and let people chew on it and, and give them enough to chew on. And when they dive into it, it's going to change their life. This is, this is, this is game changing information, new lease on life stuff for guys, you know, our age for sure. Yeah. And it's the type of thing where there's so many great resources within the book that not only do you share how to implement some of these things, but you give people the, Hey, if you really want to go deep, check out this doc, go to this website. This is where you can get, you know, great water and, you know, any number of different, you know, I was, I was interested in learning more about the, is it the hundred gongs? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So let's talk about that a little bit. What does that look like? Well, you do, you do the same exercise a hundred days in a row. Pedram Shoje, actually an old friend of mine threw that out there. And that's some powerful stuff because the repetition. So our body doesn't know the difference between memory, reality, and imagination. So this is the key to performance, one of the keys, and success, and earning, and all the different components that go to it, is you want to know what you're going to be doing and what your goals are, because you can create that over and over and over and over again, and you're going to be able to learn that. And when you go to do it, because your body doesn't know the difference between past, present, and future, when you go to perform, you're already going to be there. So with my daughter comp competing or, you know, in her sports or me, what have you, I've already made, you know, X amount of shots per game. I've already won this tournament or that tournament, whatever the case may be. I'm a Rex athlete now, but no matter what level you are, 
when you hone in on that, your body will learn it. Uh, I've one of the coolest things too is I learned a new system called Ketsugo, and it's a it's a combat jujitsu, and we train so differently than every other system, and it's it's through repetition and creativeness, and all in slow motion. Everything is slow motion, but it's that muscle memory that that takes over. So if you're doing gongs or nervous system training in a slow way, when you have to respond quick, you're going to have that already ingrained in your nervous system, that coordination, those pathways are already going to be there. That's what the intent of gongs are all about or calendaring, creating, manifesting. It, it, it all ties in together. Give me an example of a, a hundred day gong that you've done. Well, do planks. Simply do a plank every day. Every day for 100 days. Yeah. And, and you can do X amount of minutes. Okay. And then, so along with this performance idea, one of the things that I thought was fascinating, and we'll, I think we're going to get into actually doing some after the show here, but like, how do you really fire up the nervous system? I'm going to play pickup basketball. I'm going to play golf. Maybe I'm going to go do a workout. Like what are, um, what are ways and why is it important to, you know, I know it sounds silly, but why is it important to wake up the nervous system? Well, this is a big question, Cal. I mean, this is, this is huge because you can stack this in so many ways. The first thing that comes to mind is training with progression. So when you're getting going, got to go to David Wack, BOSU ball. You got to get on a BOSU ball. Wake up that nervous system. Get on a ball. Do one-legged training, two-legged squats. Juggle on the BOSU ball. Wake up that central nervous system so it knows where it is in space. You're taxing it and you're stressing it appropriately, but you're not going to get injured and you're not fatiguing it. You're warming it up. And you're saying, hey, get ready because it's about to be go time and I need everything firing. And that's one of the ways to do it. Then you do it on one knee, then, then the other knee. And then you could do some upper body stuff with it. Flip it over. Wake up the nervous system. Once you kind of have that going, AIS is a huge deal. So I do active isolated stretching, which is what we stretch you and Lindsay with. And opening that, those pathways up. So you're getting blood, oxygen, nutrients in there. It's a two second hold. It's an active hold. It's not a ballistic. It's not a static stretch. It pumps it. Do a few reps of each each muscle, each angle. We do, I'm doing Gary Lineham's fascia stuff now too. open up the fascia, keep that hydrated and no more Glue factory in this body. Yeah. I mean, when you're doing that, you get ready to play. And then we go into you know, the, all the speed drills and power drills and the coordination drills. So then you wake up the nervous system with more fast twitch fiber stuff. But it's all coordinations and rhythms. And that's what we go over in the book is how do you skip properly? What type of beat do you have with that rhythm? And you get that rhythm going and that body just wakes up and then you're able to flow. But you got to do all that stuff. I do, I, I mean, training-wise, maybe some cleans. I don't do cleans before I play. Maybe swing some kettlebells just to get the muscles used to 
uh, a weight. Uh, but, but I do do a lot of coordination drills, some speed drills, bounding, skipping, shuffling, shuffling, jumping, changing direction. And the combination of that is what's all in that book. And when I do that, it's put me in coach. I can't miss. And when I don't do it before I play, it's sit me on the bench because it's that bad. You notice it's that, it's that significant of a, of a difference. Very much so. Yeah. And so my son, right? He's 20, getting ready for a basketball game. How long does that BOSU ball into the stretching and, you know, moving the fascia into these other kind of speed coordination, agility. How long power does that take to get activated? When I was balling it up, playing a lot, I would do literally a 45 minute warm up before I'd step on the court to play for two hours of hardcore. I used to be able to dunk a basketball. I mean, I, I, and I was a soccer and tennis player growing up they don't teach you how to jump in those sports. So I learned it through athleticism program. And so my jump could come and go pretty quickly because I didn't have it growing up. So it was so apparent when I step on the court and I do that, I'm not getting injured. All these guys are dropping like flies, getting hurt left and right. I'm having to fix some. And I, I just didn't get injured playing sports. And I would show up at 7 a.m. I'm an early riser. So we'd play from seven to nine and I already warmed up for 45 minutes. All these other guys do a few stretches here. Let's go. And then they're running and then all of a sudden they're pulling their back and their hammy and their Achilles and left and right, just dropping like flies. So damn, that's it. Yeah. And I think Jake, my son will be really into that. He, he loves to prep and do whatever he needs to do to get himself ready. I just don't think he's been taught the necessarily the proper way or a proper way to do it. Cal, most likely I could go on record and say most of the professional organizations do it wrong. Yeah. And I've gone in and audited a lot of programs. They're all doing linear stuff. They're all going, they're checking boxes. These guys are doing half ass movement exercises, dynamic warm up. That doesn't stretch you. That warms up your temp. Let's stretch. Let's open up fascia. Let's stabilize. Let's do some joint integrity stuff. Wake up the nervous system with some balance. Let's connect everything and get in a universal rhythm with juggling, whole brain stuff. Maybe throwing a few KBs, you know, for for top to bottom, overhead stability, rotational stuff. Like literally lock in that system before you even step foot on the court or the field or wherever you're you're playing game is held like this is huge stuff no linear movements like that's the other big thing in the book we're doing semicircles and figure eights we're not doing straight line stuff there's no straight lines in sports you kidding me let's get in the flow of the universe which is a figure eight start moving that way you start training that way you're going to get in the flow and what it does is it ends up taking you into these lower and slower brainwave states that alpha brainwave state that we want to be in, that's eight to 13 hertz or waves per second. That's that flow state that in the zone that every athlete needs to be. And when they're in it, they don't miss. Yeah. Okay. So let's, uh, let's back up a smidge. You took over uh, at Scripps. Is that right? Correct. 
And what has the journey been like from taking over scripts and then rolling into athleticism and athleticism.com? And, and what is the, like, what does this pathway look like for you right now? Oh, man, it's been a fun journey. It's starting out of scripts and we had like the best facility out of Shiley Pavilion and you know, David Wack and Steve Cotter, like huge guys in the name. Cotter is a kettlebell guy. We're all in our gym together. So ours, Dean Brinham, my mentor was a speed coach. So he was a track and field coach at Nebraska and strength coach in the NBA and NFL. And he did minor league baseball stuff as well. So this guy was one of the first guys crossing the border of different sports. No other program was doing it and no one knew what the pros were doing except for us because we were doing it with them. We were the creative minds thinking it. There were guys like Paul Check that were doing crazy cutting edge stuff and and us. I mean, there weren't a lot of other players out in the space at that time, 25 years ago. So what it ended up being is I started having crazy amounts of incredible athletes, all different sports, true sports performance. But what I saw is I started bringing in these incredible medicinal techniques to be able to heal. So I started treating, I started treating athletes. Okay, we got to stretch because you're tight here because we could see the imbalance when they're running. So I could see all the stuff. I'm like, well, God, I got to fix that. I couldn't send them to a doc. I just got to learn to fix it. So I just learned to fix things on the fly. So it was primal reflex release techniques and then active isolated stretching and fascia work. And all these different techniques were started to mesh into, into one. And that's where athleticism started coming into its own. And now it's mostly concussion treatments. So from the light therapy, we can fix concussions so fast. A sports concussion get them center and level. And it's been such a blessing. So from that, what I realized is that there's a lot of invisible stressors out there that we got to combat. And the number one biggest stressor on healing a concussion is EMF and NCAA protocols. They don't allow any screen time for these guys because the blue light's a stressor on their blood brain barrier when it's healing. So I'm looking at this, all those things that you mentioned in the beginning, I never really jumped on or capitalized on as far as uh, bringing products to market and, and things of that nature until the EMF started coming in. And this one, I, I just, I couldn't look the other way. I think it was a timing thing. I wanted to figure out the body at such a deep level to where I could walk in and ooh and ah and uh, really help someone right away. and then. Now it's how can I help more people than I've ever helped in the last 25 years through products. And that's where we rolled out these EMF rocks grounding bags. And that's been such a key for clearing the invisible stressors of 5G and EMF. All right. Tell us how do they, how do they work? And where, where, why are these rocks different? When we, you and I had a phone conversation about this where you explained it to me, but just so everyone else can understand. Yeah. So I started rolling out products. These have been uh, just uh, sold through doctor clinics all around the country. We hand mine crystals. So everyone looks to the earth to get grounded, right? So did I. So we hand mine crystals. They have moisture and magnetic properties. They have this resonance. And 
shungite, amethyst, black tourmaline, all those known crystals that have magnetic properties, they're missing the moisture content in them. So they work to a certain effect. They have that piezoelectric effect where they're, they'll combat what they're countered with, but they don't have that moisture. And that's the key with these. So we keep them sealed. You use it as is. You put it on your bed. You'll sleep three to 50% deeper. They'll last for two to 10 years as long as you keep them out of the wash or keep them sealed and keep them out of extreme heat. They'll last for years. But this is Mother Nature's way to facilitate healing us and protect us from what she knew we were going to do is just radiate the crap out of us. Damn. You were explaining to me after we did the, the muscle testing that the, the protocol for my eyes, and I believe it was my lower Intestine, yeah. Yeah, intestines, was to tap on the bag. Yeah. Was, it, was it to hold my hand over my eyes? Yeah. So what you what we got to do with you before we go, but and you can do it now. But you tap and you cover. It's a it's a reverse tapping exercise. A lot of people know the tapping, AK applied kinesiology techniques. This one you tap on the grounding bag and you direct the properties. If it's mental emotional here for the four areas that get decharged from this non native EMF, eyes, teeth, thymus and intestine area. So tap on the bag, cover your eyes, and it'll recharge your eyes. Mm. Same with teeth, cover the teeth. And then this is the electrical system for the body. Your electrical system was on. So, But for most people, man, this is where they have that afternoon fatigue. They're, they don't wake up on their energy. It's from their thymus. That's the electrical system for the body. So let's tap on the bag and recharge that and then intestine area below your belly button. Once you hit those four areas, your body has its polarity back. Then you can start to fight and heal. When we're decharged, it's really tough to heal or perform at the highest level and to give all your energy systems on go. And that's the key with these. And then with regards to where to place it on the, you put it on the bed, you put it, you know, I put mine by the, um, you know, kind of the headboard on the floor, but do you recommend actually putting it on the bed? Yes. Okay. I like it on the bed. I like it on the bed at the head of the bed. So between your head and the headboard. Yeah. Because if your bed's touching the wall, Cal, it's charged to level the outlet. Yes. Like literally we're just low level EMFing ourselves all night long when we're supposed to be healing. And that's a one directional waveform. That's different than how we're made. So Dr. Martin Paul talks about the voltage gated calcium channels opening up, letting positive calcium into a negative cell, causing tremendous cell and DNA damage. Let's look at that word voltage gated. That's the energy for the mitochondria, the powerhouse of your cells. That's that gateway to where they get it. So there's a secondary vibration effect that causes that cell and DNA damage, even with low-level EMF. So if your bed's touching the wall and your wall's like got bad wiring or even low-level EMF, 50 to 60 milligauss waves per second, 50, 60 waves, it's still more than our body wants. So it's a stressor. It's an invisible stressor on the body. So that's what these create that coherence with. And then when you travel with these, 
you're in a hotel room, like right now you're staying in a hotel downtown. What do you have with you to mitigate all this stuff? Oh man, Cal, the, last year I flew twice and I got sick right after I, I flew. You did. Yeah. So this year I'm like, no, no, no. And I only had a mini grounding bag in my pocket. And this year I'm like, no, 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 no more. I'm loading up. I travel with five grounding bags in my computer bag, full size on a plane. And the reason I do that is because here, I know three people this week that got sick flying back from Denver and like bad flu symptoms. The invisible rainbow, Arthur Furstenberg flat out says, COVID, the flu, those two are the same, are an electrical challenge. I have a client, Cal, years ago, meet her their house. The mom's like, hey, Justin, can you come over? My son just got diagnosed with childhood diabetes. She's a former pro athlete. Husband's stud, fit as can be, eat all organic. They're like, how in the world can this happen? I go over, meet her their home. It was the highest levels of milligas inside their house was eight. It should be one or below. Then dirty electricity was off the charts as well. Plug a Stetzer electric meter in, measures the amps to volts. It should read 50 or below. It was 800 to 1600. There actually, there was all, there, there were a thousand or more in that house. It was just high. And when everyone came home, it got higher. Not everyone in their house, but everyone in the neighboring houses. Oh. The grid going to their house was, was improperly wired. Dude. So they had the outer line from Edison or whatever electrical company screwed up. So they had to reline the whole place to the transform in their backyard that powered 13 different homes. Plus they had a brand new home rebuilt new led lights with transformers in them. They were EMF'd out and then everyone has Wi-Fi in their house. So they had all three at the highest level. And I'm just sitting there going, you got to get out of this house. So he's like, okay, we're going to get out. And we're going to fix it. He goes to Fiji. They fly to on a trip. The mom's got her new smartwatch on. The kids got it on, monitoring his blood sugar. And everyone turns on their Wi-Fi, long flight, where they're like, okay, Wi-Fi's on, go for it. Blood sugar goes up 200 points. No kid shit. gets a bloody nose. The kid and the mom are looking at it freaking. Long flight, towards the tail end of it, everyone goes to sleep. Half the people wake up. Blood sugar goes up 100 points. The kid's still sleeping. The mom's not. Gets a bloody nose while he's sleeping. That's when I was like, okay, these planes are an encapsulized metal tube. And we are having routers in there like crazy. Every cell phone is 2.45 billion waves per second or higher of a one directional waveform. So you have wireless earbuds and all these different devices, hundreds of devices. So 2.45 billion, that's a, that's a fair number times however many people are on the phone or on the plane, plus the Wi-Fi. That's a lot. 
that's a lot of EMF with nowhere to go. That's a lot of vibration when even 50 to 60 on the wall zaps you when you're sleeping. So I travel with five. And you notice a difference. And I'm not getting sick, no challenges. And I can feel energy really well. I can feel it move. I felt it on the plane and I, I felt it in my head and I grabbed the bag and I tapped on it. And I, I'm like, I'm clearing it. Because what you do is we could create a coherence with this stuff. And I fended it off. But the three people that got sick were really strong, like bullish, healthy people. And they all got zapped. And so then you get to your hotel room and where, how do you kind of place the bags out amongst, you know, where you're, you know, kind of living space? Uh, I, today I did, last night I put them like around the perimeter. Normally I just do five together. Yep. I'll put them together. I put one at the head of the bed, but I, but, uh, there was a shorter bed for me. So I put them just uh, perimeter and, but the more mass of the mind you can compile together. So our protocols with them are, one under under each bed. If it's under, it's got to be leaning against the leg of the bed. Five together will clear 2,000 square feet. So the more mass of the mind you can compile together, the more of these you can put together, the more frequency it produces to create that coherence from whatever the non-native stressors are. And then you need seven if you have a solar on a home. You need seven if you're driving an electric car because Lord knows, there's no health book that says sitting on a massive battery is good for your health, like at all, yeah. period. So that causes lots of hormonal challenges. And so seven in there, seven with solar, five for 2,000 square feet, and one on or under each bed, desk, or car seat. I'm just doing the math here. So well, like every home should have seven. Like you have, you have basically five together, and then let's say husband, wife, and at least one kid. That's seven bags yeah. right there. Like it's a simple cost effective. And then the, the other machines out there, they're all GMO'd. I, I really feel when you're manufacturing a resonance to overpower or, or keep up or change the other man-made, that's a GMO. Do you like eating GMO food? No, sir. No, me neither. Mm -hmm. So no one does it better than mother nature cow. So we look to her resonance and it works. And these doctor clinics love it. Dr. Charlie Fagenholtz, like this is his go-to product for EMF protection, along with Cone Health Institute, Costa Mesa. They're one of the biggest clinics in Orange County. Uh, Howard Cone, like he's, he just, these guys are docs that see more people than most do out there. And they're driving the ship with these. Even guys like Tom Cowan, who's a former Huge MD. Yeah. yeah. This is one of his biggest selling products on his site. He absolutely loves it. To Kelly Brogan, to, I mean, the list goes on and on. These producers out there, even if they're not fully in practice, they're referring these and recommending them out to their tribe. And so uh, we've covered some travel use, some in-home use. Is there any other like ways that you use it? Well, to recharge your body for sure is the big one. I have a mini for my pocket. I put my phone on the outside of it. So it, it creates a buffer between my body and the phone. So I don't have lower bone density going on. Uh, I don't know why they call them laptops. I mean, one of the most brilliant marketing ploys of telecom to shut down the fertility yeah. population replenishment rate of our entire civilization. 
a laptop, a battery, and a router over your reproductive organs? Are you kidding me? Women's ovaries absorb 10 times the amount of radiation than any other part of the body. We don't want it there. So we can use these below that as well. If you're like, oh, I got to put it on there. Oh, I can't get rid of my Tesla. Throw it in, you know, you got to just get a lot of bags. Or you can use one of these if you have to have your laptop on your lap. Okay. So there, yeah, there's a lot of different ways. But for everyone, on-the-go protection for purse, pocket, backpack, the minis are great. The Faraday bags are awesome as well. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to- That's a buffer. We're going to be placing an order because my wife Gosh. does have a Tesla. Okay. <laughs> and we certainly have some, uh, some areas of the house that need some support. Yeah. So one of my colleagues did some blood work, 15% lower testosterone for the elite military driving electric vehicles. It was the single biggest marker change he did, and he had no bearing on it going into it. And he was like, what the heck? It messes with your hormones in a big way. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the soil because you also have some solutions for the soil. Yeah, soil force. So we're rolling out a new soil amendment. Uh, we hand mine crystals out of a sister mine is uh, the white montmorillonite, which is incredible for soil structure texture. It's a great chelator. Montmorillonite's a pure form of bentonite clay. Bentonite clay is 8 to 30% pure montmorillonite. So when you're looking to chelate and clean soil, soil amendments, adding structure, holding water, retaining water, because it gets some being like a clay-like substance. You don't have to put too much if you have already a clay-like soil, but it's been amazing. Some silica, calcium, magnesium in it. The essential minerals for life. Uh, again, Gary Lineham will talk about silica being the biggest one that we need to have in our bodies. And to help the fascia stay hydrated because all the chemtrails, crop dusting, they're dropping barium. That, that is what's dehydrating a lot of our planet. In addition to the 5G, Ibrahim Kareem will say that is the single biggest reason for global warming. Uh, in our bodies, it's the lack of silica. Let's talk about the chemtrails for a bit because there's a lot about it. Um... And I think that the overarching question is, well, why are, what's their end game with it? Why are they doing it? It's been done forever. I mean, I remember when I was a kid and I'd see trails going. Yeah. I thought it was just like some Navy planes going over. I was like, that's kind of cool. And yeah, for as long as I remember, I mean, I grew up in Maine and they were doing it up there. Yeah. And I feel it's been military contracts, just uh, more checking the weather, controlling the weather. They say it's for defense and things of that nature. Now they're saying it's for helping water supply or global warming, like all this. Like they want to control stuff. You can't play God. Like at the end of the day, now they're opening it up out of the military. I used to see in that how we know it's military. Thanks guys for going back home in formation. Yeah. Well, I mean, who has a fleet of airplanes that fly in formation except the military? So these things, there's no scratching your head on this, but now they're opening up to more contracts, private contracts. So, I mean, just, I live in Laguna Beach and I saw 30 before 8 a.m. just on Saturday morning. Wow. Just going line, 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 line. So they're opening the stuff up. 
we should have control over our air rights. I mean, we're, we're owning property. We should have some say what's going on over us. And we don't, they're rolling out thousands, hundreds of thousands of satellites. They're dropping, you know, chemicals on us all saying it's for a better good. Unfortunately, they just don't have the awareness when you believe in God and connect above you don't have to worry about this stuff. We're okay. We're going to be okay. And if you die, you're still going to be okay. Like stop attempting to control what you can't control because all they're doing is hurting us and the planet more than ever. So it's really mm. challenging to, to see people with that mentality think they're doing good, but they're really not. And it just goes into the unlearn part of it. Like literally, I love that name. It holds true. I say it on every podcast that I do. People need to unlearn what they've been taught because the, the schooling that's gone on, it's more of conditioning and it's for power and money. It has nothing. These organizations aren't health organizations. They don't care about us and our health. That's the challenge. That is, and it's hard for people, you know, I think, some of my audience, maybe the majority of my audience would be shaking their head like, yes, okay. And then there's some people who are, it's, it's really hard for them to hear because they haven't maybe had that aha moment and seen behind the curtain like, oh, wow, it, nothing is as it seems. And that's okay, but it's scary once you have that awareness. That's why ignorance is bliss for many people because you just don't have to deal with the consequences of actually questioning everything. All it's sad. fucking terrifying. All sad. And it's liberating because you're like, okay, I don't have to play that game as a pawn. I will play the game, but now I, I know that we're playing by different rules. And I, you know, I, you know, pardon for anybody who's a teacher out there, but I, I try to impress upon my kids. Like, look, I know y'all don't love school but it's kind of a necessary thing on some level and it's a game. And if you want to do certain things in life, sometimes you need a particular amount of schooling and hopefully there comes a time when you really want to go to school to learn things that you can't learn on your own. And that's important. But in my experience, so much of what you learn is through your own personal experience. And so it's like, if you do want to go to college, you need to play this game of high school and, you know, work on your relationships and develop relationships with people and don't think that you're going to get really good answers at school. It's not what it's there for. And I don't get into necessarily, I mean, I've, I've given them little doses of why, you know, how the school system was developed and to really bring, you know, part of it is to bring these super rural, you know, agricultural people you know, to be able to come and work factory jobs. And it was this whole indoctrination. I mean, that's part of why it was said. And it's really to make us dumb. And, and it's done a hell of a job of that. And there are, you know, many people who have obviously been able to um, overcome that indoctrination. But I think it's, it's people like even questioning that is really scary for them because they're like, well, you do well in school, you're going to be successful. And it's like, no, you're going to do well in school. That doesn't guarantee you anything. Now, going to these other, you know, big universities and there are different opportunities, but it, it's a whole, it, it just fucks with everything for people. And they're like, I can't go 
into that house of cards because it just, it calls everything into question. And I think that's what I've loved about the journey of, you know, before this podcast and why I started the podcast was like, let's talk about these things and let's bring some light into these areas that are really challenging and try to do it in a way. Sometimes it's bite size and sometimes it's a little bigger than people can chew, but it's important to look at these things in in my experience. And again, it's not easy. It takes courage to really question it and to really rely on your own experience for what the, the actual truth is. And that's why I love having someone like you on because you're diving into so many areas that I've had some sort of touch point on. And it all comes back to, you know, really this energy and intuition and God source, whatever your, you know, uh, name for it is not in the, certainly not in the religious sense, but, um, it's, yeah, there's, there's a lot there, but once you open yourself up to it, you learn, you start to unlearn. And then the real learning is your experience with these different, you know, protocol strategies, ideas. hundred percent. Yeah. Couldn't have said it better. They're institutions and it's really tough for someone to go, oh, you have to take this shot or you can't go to school. Like, where did that come from? No, we're like made to perfection right out of the gate. Drugs are not health, and, but yet they're mandating in California. The average 15-year-old has to have like 65 shots by the time they're 15. That's disgusting. I mean, and they're all full of thimerosal, which is mercury, aluminum, formaldehydes, uh, abortive fetus parts. I mean, they the adjuvants of shark liver oil. I mean, this is, this is crazy. So they're killing sharks, you know, to put it in the shots. And, and none of these challenges kill people anyways. They're all fear tactics. I mean, how many people die a year of, whatever the list is name the top five vaccines. they're not very many yeah at the end of the day it's been a fear tactic so really unlearning is is the is the key to this thing but and and along my journey you get to a point i got to a point i'll speak for myself but where i honed in on stuff i'm like okay i got this i got my game i got my craft and you know yes i'm unlearning all this indoctrination stuff for other people's profit and in their pocketbooks. But once someone chooses to unlearn that doctrination, indoctrination, there is such much more, there's an infinite amount of more information that you can learn. So then the unlearning becomes like the most learning that you've ever had in your entire life. And that's what I love about your brand and that name. It's so powerful. Yeah, and it is. It's a yeah. It's a fire hose because it just again it calls everything into question, and you look behind every door, and you're like, oh my gosh, it's a whole rabbit hole of goodies there, and it's just one after another, and then you just start to realize that it's it's important to question things, and it doesn't mean you have to be radical, and even though some people will call you radical because it's against the the common narrative, but generally the common narrative is not right. And it is there for a reason. And 
you know, again, that's a whole nother podcast for, for us to get into, but I think it's important for people just to recognize that a lot of the things that we're talking about today are outside the scope of what is, is offered to the mainstream. And there's so much healing and um, it's done in such a shorter period of time, such a smaller cost. And all these things add up to your vitality potentially going through the roof. And instead of keeping you on these different medications and protocols that aren't working, but there will, you know, it's the annuity for some of these corporations and people just don't want to believe it. And it doesn't, it's not to say that there isn't a time to use these things. There is, it's just not for everything. And it's like to be, discerning around that is challenging but it, it's going back to trusting your intuition like what feels right definitely connect above get grounded below yeah i'm curious about a few things for one um what's it called c-a-r the morning what was that called uh i have, I have it in my notes here oh the cortisol awakening response <laughs> so I, I wake up and I do a little meditation in the morning, but I was reading about that. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like I'm up before my wife, so I have some time to kind of get that rolling. What what exactly is it and why is it important? Well, Dr. Caraba, actually my acupuncturist taught me this one. And so that was a powerful one where you wake up and you got to get your system revving. And obviously intimacy was one of the things that came to my mind right out of the that's gates. Right. So, uh, so, cause I'm a morning guy too. So wake up, so is my wife. So it's, it's, it ends up working really well because you can wake up and, and have your systems on go and get that cortisol really engaged and active, activated. And then you're firing the right systems throughout the rest of the day. I mean, that's the whole, you're resetting your body back to where it wants to be. So you got that spike. You're like, okay, it's time to go. It's just like warming up properly before sport. That's what your system wants to do. And so if you have access to, you know, we have a, a gym right, you know, at our house. So what is like, a, you know, within 20 minutes of waking up, go out and what would be a good way to wake that up if my wife's still sleeping? Fast twitch. I mean, just get in and, and do a nervous system wake up. Uh, I do BR or B3 bands. Have you, are you familiar with those? Are those the uh, occlusion bands? Yeah. So I just bought some on a recommendation of someone I'm working with, the, the Katsu bands. Okay. Yeah. So awesome. talk to me about this. I use the B3 ones. I love them. Uh, the, uh, the doc that started those is just game changer for it. Uh, they have airway flow. So it's not like a full constriction. There's yep. actually some flow going through there. So it's really good resistance. And what happens is when you restrict the vascular system from the oxygen going through, it's like restricting, it's like it's giving resistance to, to that main system, which falls into the system for the muscles. So when it ends up happening is you have major growth factor opportunities your vascular endothelial growth factors exponentially increase. The studies that he shows, Mike DeBorg shows, Dr. Mike DeBorg on B3 bands is off the charts. It's unbelievable. You can get fast twitch going. 
I, I mean, I have healing injuries from this thing. I'll do three minute workout, literally just squats for three minutes, no weight while I'm on a quick trip. And I get that you want to get that lactic acid burn in there. And you don't want to load heavy. You just go into the most burn as you can. That's where the most growth happens. And you'll see massive strength and speed gains with those bands. Yeah. So early in the morning, that's a great thing to do. And uh, I, I just love that product. But any fast twitch stuff, uh, any, any like jump rope type of thing or plows or speed drills, something like that, got to go through the proper warm up to be able to do it. But something, kettlebells is probably my go-to for getting that up. I'll just do reps. I have a 72 round. I'll do over 100, 110 reps of those and just bang it out. And that gets the heart rate up. So anything that you could do, it doesn't have to be too long of a workout, but just get it up and going and that'll kick that cortisol reset in. Oh, that sounds awesome. Damn. Okay, good. Um, and then do, have you ever done any work with Eldoa? No. Yeah, so it's a it's a bit about kind of some of the stuff we were doing, but it's really with moving the fascia and you know, there's a lot of I mean, I just had a touch of it when we were down in Mexico. Nice. But, you know, it's like getting the head and everything in a proper position, hands overhead, and there's just like, you know, the the kind of twisting and uh um, Love it. Yeah, it I think I feel like it'd be right up your alley. Oh yeah. Tell me about the work you did. We we had texted earlier about this with John Cook. The you know any of golf fans out there would remember him yeah. as a, a really a fan favorite. Yeah, and I was reading in the book that you had worked with him, and I just played golf with him two weeks ago, and yeah. um, absolutely loved him. But what was what did he come to you with? Tim Brown, Doctor Tim Brown, the beach doc, sent him over and said, "Hey, Jess, we need to get this guy." nervous system awake and stable and long. And he had a injury. This is a crazy story. I mean, he was about to retire and go into coaching and he played about, I don't know how many career wins about a 10 or so, at least on the PGA tour. And, uh, literally the guy was just going to retire because his body wasn't working the fascia, the nervous system wasn't working. And so the combination between Tim's work and athleticism, I think his first tournament back, he won it and that set him off. And then he turned 50 and it went into being a uh, uh, top five, four, three, four, three, two, one, I believe uh, on the tour. He was like the top five for several years on tour with, with our program. I mean, we'd be able to Hawaii'd win that back to back. It's just super fun working yeah. with him. But it's wild to see someone who's brain typed for that sport. And then when you can keep them in that brain type, they play out of their head. What's that mean, brain type? Let's get into that. Like, how is his brain type for that sport? So Jonathan Neednagel is one of the forefathers of brain typing. I have an article I say when you come in, I'll show you. It's, it's uh, about 25 years ago. And he brain types athletes, but he basically determined that Ryan Leaf and Peyton Manning, he, he came on record in the, and broadcasted. He had a huge article in the sports section, LA Times, years ago. And he said, one of those is going to be the big, biggest success and one will be the biggest failure. And he said, I'm not going to say who, but that's what's going to happen. 
because he knew how they were wired. So you have, uh, you have different types. There's 16 from a baseline, different brain types. Either you're more in, ex, you're more uh, internal or external, you're introvert or extrovert, uh, you're sensing, feeling, judging, perceiving. There's, there's different modalities. So he, ha- he developed out of Myers-Briggs, he developed his own sequence that, that brain types people. John Cook is one of those that has one of the best ones for golf. And that's why he's one of the greatest of all times. And, and on top of it, he's just an incredible human. Uh, one of the, probably, I would say one of the best sportsmen of all time. Wow. Yeah. That's how good he is. Wow. And, but he's typed for that situation. He's typed for that pressure. So whereas other guys potentially cut, I don't want to mention names, but can potentially tighten up uh, their grips. And so we would say, Hey, tighten your grip and release soften it. So know what tight is and then, and then relax it and find the center point. So if you know you're wired some way and, and you know that you got to relax to play your best, find out what tight is, find out what really relaxes and find that center and then take your shot. Yeah. Cause that, that, that idea of gripping really tight, that is, that is, one of the the issues I have in golf and it doesn't occur to me like, bro, just relax, you know, the holding a baby in your hand or not a baby, a, a baby bird. And so if I can just really own that tight grip, really get into that and then release, I feel like that would be a nice pre-shot routine. Oh yeah. yeah. It's big time. It's big time stuff. So yeah. So anyhow, it's been fun to work with those guys. We got some, Great, amazing athletes coming through. And when you could see and start to put them all, the, all these pieces that are in the book together, these performances just unfold. And guys that just uh, ha- had it at one time and then fascia constricted or what have you, then their, their career it ends up elongating their career in a big way. What else, uh, what else from the book here? Is there anything else? I mean, I know there's a lot in the book. Is there any like major points in here you think would be really important to, to share? Yeah, I, right now, I think the, the center focal point is the awareness part and really understanding how we're one with the universe and that, that we're so connected to that coherence. And the true difference, and it ties back into the grounding bags and, and the EMF stressors that are out there. Uh, I feel that there's this, intelligence in our universe that that we want to really dive into and and connect with it and when we connect with this universal consciousness you're going to start to play out of your head because we're clearing stressors one one directional waveforms that are 10 zeros faster than us i mean again cal when we're sleeping you're from a delta theta brainwave states yeah that's what you're doing you're getting to that theta when you're in a meditation state doing Tai Chi, Qigong, getting these amazing sound therapies from the vibe or, or brain tap or what have you, you're going into theta. That's where you can heal. The speed of the waveform when your brainwave states there is one to eight hertz or waves per second. One to four, one or below one is delta. Theta is four to eight about. Hertz or waves per second. That's a really low and slow brainwave state. These cell phones, 
2.45 billion waves per second of a one-directional waveform. That's a polarizing waveform. That's a stressor on our body. That's going to slow anyone down. That's why we see these top professional athletes making so many mistakes or just getting injured on their own. I feel it's because they're rolling out 5G stadiums. It's the biggest stressor that these top producing guys could ever have on them. And they're getting these huge contracts and the owners think that this is great. They go, oh, we got the sponsor. No, you're just, you're chipping away at your investment with that. So we got to unlearn that whole component and, and really understand, understand the physics and I can dive more into it, but the physics of how the universe is created and we're one with it. You can dive a little more into that if you want. Let's go. Yeah. So it's called a scalar wave. All right. <laughs> so scalar waves are unpolarized waveforms. It's a framework for every living collective tissue intelligence and intelligence matrix framework. So when you drop a pebble into a pond, does that splash go in a straight line to the left? No. No way. It goes in a circle. It distributes equally in every direction, unpolarized. All non-native electricity, electricity, dirty electricity, wireless. They're all one-directional waveforms or they don't work. Cal, that's why they have cell towers, panels facing every direction because they have to broadcast in that direction. How does this all play in with the Schumann resonance? So let's go to Eileen McCusick's work because she talks about the body being the body battery. And you get this negative ionic charge from the Schumann resonance, that healing pulse of the earth at about 7.83 hertz or waves per second which is exactly where we are at when we're in our optimal performance state, right? That creative state. We pull those electrons from that negative ionic charge. We get a positive charge from the unpolarized light of the sun. We breathe in the minerals. Zach Bush will talk about breathe in different biomes. And then we get those minerals from that. And we also hopefully get it from food. And then we drink that water, this incredible charged water for conductivity. That's how our body battery works. So how we facilitate healing and keep longevity and optimize performance is to be one with that resonance and keep our polarity going. We have to stay charged. When we're decharged, we're not going to be able to produce. The Schumann resonance is one of the biggest elements for recharging our body battery. Because all you need to do, Cal, it's free. Go outside in nature, touch a tree, go barefoot, have a picnic, get into a body water, which we're going to do when you come to Laguna Beach. Yes. Get grounded by nature because that's our nature. I love it. I love it. Where can people find you? How can they work with you? What's a, give us all the goods athleticism.com spelled athletic ism.com that's where you have all our curated health products emfrocks.com get the grounding bags we'll get a, a link through you so uh guys have it right there make sure uh you jump on that and and uh get grounded by nature because that's our nature 
we have this incredible intelligence, this living collective tissue matrix, this universal consciousness that we're all one, this coherence that we can connect it with light, we can connect it with energy from so far away. That's why when you broadcast a 5G from across the world, the whole world can get sick. Mm. So this is, this is a, it's a big topic. This is the most relevant topic. The biggest individual stressor on our planet to date, and Arthur Furstenberg and the Invisible Rainbow will say it's 5G, and I agree with them to the tenfold. So uh, got to get grounded by nature and, and check out these sources to, to keep your health fully optimized. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Thanks for coming on today, brother. Appreciate you, Cal. Yeah. Lots of love. Thank you. You bet. You've been listening to The Great Unlearn. For more information, check out the show notes or head over to thegreatunlearn.com for additional episodes and information regarding events, retreats, and the TGU store. If you like what you heard today, please click subscribe and share this with friends who might enjoy our platform. Don't forget to leave that five-star rating and review as it really helps us spread the love and unlearning. You can find me on Instagram at cal.callahan and on YouTube under The Great Unlearn. Thanks for listening to The Great Unlearn and we'll talk soon. No, no different, only different in your mind. You must unlearn what you have learned.